Welcome to Cureleaf, a medical marijuana dispensary. Whether you're a longtime patient or you're just getting acquainted with this incredible plant, Cureleaf of Pennsylvania is honored to guide you along your medical marijuana journey. Welcome into the Blue White Breakdown. Dustin Hawkinsmith from Penn Live here to guide you through four talking points in Penn State football as we come out of a busy weekend of news. The big one, of course, getting their bowl matchup announced. The Outback Bowl will be the destination and the opponent will be the Arkansas Razorbacks. This came as a pleasant surprise when the bowl pairings were announced on Sunday afternoon. A lot of the projections were either for the Las Vegas Bowl, the Music City Bowl in Nashville, or the Pinstripe Bowl in the Bronx, New York. But the Lions are going to Tampa instead to take on a quality SEC opponent on New Year's Day. Looking at Arkansas, they're 8-4. They started the year with four straight wins, including a huge win over Texas in Week 2. Now they ended it with wins in four of their final five games. They're ranked number 21 in the country, and they represent a stiff challenge for James Franklin and this Penn State team. Franklin's 3-3 three three in bowl games during his time at Penn State. That includes wins in two of the past three, including the 2019 Cotton Bowl and the 2017 Fiesta Bowl. The Lions opted not to play in a bowl last season after going 4-5 and five in the regular season. Penn State does tend to play well in bowl scenarios under James Franklin, which would be a breath of fresh air for a team that limped down the stretch. Had a lot going on in the offseason, including defensive coordinator Brent Pry leaving and still looking for replacements for that job. More on that to come here later on the Blue White Breakdown. But you can look at this Penn State team with the extra time to prepare, extra time to practice. It all means a lot as they're looking to kind of bring young players along and try to close this season out on a high note. We don't yet know who's in, who's out, who might not be playing uh, in this bowl game for either side, really, but certainly for Penn State with guys like Jahan Dotson, uh, Jaquan Brisker looking out for their NFL futures and whether they should or shouldn't play, have to measure the risk and reward. But I would say for both Dotson and Brisker, they made a point of coming back in 2021 to try to close out their seasons on a high note. I think they might play in this one, even though there is something to lose when it comes to the NFL. You look on the other side, this Arkansas team, every reason to believe that they're going to play hard and try to deliver one final statement. They've been doing it all season long, playing hard for Coach Sam Pittman. And as David Jones pointed out on Penn Live on Sunday, you can be sure that the Razorbacks will have one more game of big-time effort under their belts. Moving on, we'll come back around to the Outback Bowl here in a minute, but James Franklin updated his search for a defensive coordinator when he met with reporters on Sunday evening. He addressed the media after the Outback Bowl announcement, talked a lot about what he was looking for in the program's next coordinator. Brent Pry, of course, left for Virginia Tech. He was introduced for that job, the head coaching position there. Franklin, you know, expressed appreciation, friendship with Brent Pry after 12 years of working together, said Virginia Tech was absolutely the right opportunity for him. He had some other chances come along with James Madison and Georgia, Georgia Southern, schools like that. But this one was the right one, a Power 5 job for Brent Pry. Does leave James Franklin looking for a replacement. A number of Penn State names are speculated right now as candidates. That includes Anthony Poindexter, Penn State's safeties coach and co-defensive coordinator. Also, Sean Spencer has been thrown around. He's coaching defensive linemen for the New York Giants right now. 
Uh, other names that have emerged include guys like Derek Mason, who's in year one as defensive coordinator at Auburn, and Elijah Robinson, who was a graduate assistant at Penn State for a time. He's now the defensive line coach at Texas A&M. Franklin addressed, not named, but he did address what he's looking for, and that includes what he said were coaches from within his own program, within his own coaching tree, as well as everybody from outside the coaching tree, outside of the program, everybody is being considered. He said that previous play calling experience is a plus, but ultimately he's looking for someone who shares a similar philosophy to what Penn State has built around a lot of that time under Brent Pry, who was defensive coordinator from 2016 through 2021. That search continues and Franklin concluded that everything's on the table. Every situation is being considered. Daniel Gallen has more on Franklin's thoughts on a story on Penn Live right now. Welcome to Cureleaf, a medical marijuana dispensary. Whether you're a longtime patient or you're just getting acquainted with this incredible plant, Cureleaf of Pennsylvania is honored to guide you along your medical marijuana journey. Have questions? Visit us at cureleaf.com or stop in to see us at any of our 12 locations. Let's talk medical marijuana and let our confidence become yours. As we look ahead to the Outback Bowl, Penn State versus Arkansas, taking a closer look at this Arkansas team, they've been a feel-good story for a lot of this season under Sam Pippen, who was a career assistant coach before he was hired for the job two years ago. They went 4-0 to open the year, including that win over Texas in Week 2. They also beat Texas A&M later. They've won and lost this season almost by every style you can think of, showing that they could be adaptable in how they approach the game plan for the Outback Bowl against Penn State. They lost 52-51 to to Ole Miss. They played Alabama tough, lost that one 42-35 in the second half of the season. Beat LSU 16-13 in overtime. So you look at all these different results and what they're able to do. You can't really pin this Razorbacks team down to one style or one thing that you have to take away. They're pretty good in a number of areas. That includes a unique quarterback in KJ Jefferson, who is listed at six foot three and 245 pounds. He's a feel-good story in his own right. Also a really tough runner who can throw it. They've got a likely high pick in the NFL draft and wide receiver Traylon Burks. They're ranked number nine nationally in pass efficiency. They're also number 13 in the country in rushing offense. They do bring that dual threat dynamic that includes K.J. Jefferson, the quarterback. The Arkansas defense has given up some points this season, but they're also ranking number 17 on third down. They're number 26 in the red zone. So you can see, just like Penn State, some of the numbers that you look at on paper aren't the most impressive, but when it counts and when the, the situations arise that either try and get off the field or try and hold opponents to field goals when they're in the red zone, Arkansas, like Penn State, is doing a good job in those areas. This could be a game, though, where points are scored on both sides, especially in a bowl environment where you know Penn State and or Arkansas could be more um, likely to take some chances, take some risks in this game. Final game of the season, you're going interconference. Why not throw some things out there, whether that's trick plays, gadget plays, going forward on fourth down. A little more, more aggressive outlook from the coaching staffs on both sides could put some points up. Also, as mentioned before, we don't know yet any Arkansas players or Penn State players who are looking at the NFL who might choose to sit this one out. Obviously, that one could play a big role in who wins this game. On paper, though, this looks like a fun matchup and a big challenge for Penn State. The Lions open as three-point favorites.
Last but not least, talking point number four, college football playoff pairings were also announced on Sunday. We got number one, Alabama, taking on number four, Cincinnati. Bama goes into that one as a 14-point favorite. You also have number two, Michigan, and number three, Georgia. Georgia goes into that one as a nine-point favorite. Cincinnati, the first ever group of five team to make the college football playoff. They are big underdogs against a Bama team that showed its teeth in the SEC title game and kind of showed why you shouldn't ever bet against a Nick Saban team. Got to think that the Crimson Tide have a shot to own the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball, try and unleash some of that team speed that we saw in the SEC championship game against uh, Georgia. But the Bearcats, they've been here before. They've played in a lot of big games. They've got talent, too, that's capable of making the jump to the NFL. So they'll have some belief, and I think they'll try to rally around that underdog call with, and play this game without a lot to lose. Bama's had a lot of human moments this season, notably in a 41-38 loss to Texas A&M, as well as an overtime win over Auburn just two weeks ago. So you see a lot of potential here for this Alabama team. They started to realize that in the SEC championship game. Could be a real turning point for this team, coming together at the right time and being right where you expect them to be as favorites to win a national championship. And the other matchup, Michigan and Georgia, that'll be a clash of teams trying to push the other one around, own the line of scrimmage, and establish their ground game. The Bulldogs are built around a big, fast, rangy defense that at one point looked historically dominant. That was prior to last week's 41-24 loss to Alabama in the SEC title game. You still have the number one scoring defense in the country. They're number three against the run and they're number three against the pass. This will be a stiff challenge for this Michigan team. Alabama quarterback Bryce Young found success with big-time throws, and they had speed on the edge to try to capitalize on some vulnerabilities in the Georgia defense. Can Michigan replicate that success? It's a big question to ask going into this matchup. The Wolverines are built around a physical, committed, dedicated run game. They hope to get better over the course of 60 minutes, get stronger in the second half of games, wear opponents out. They don't ask quarterback Cade McNamara to put this team on his back. The approach has worked on the schedule that they've played so far, including a big win over Iowa in the Big Ten Championship game. Michigan scored at least 29 points in 11 of their 13 games. I do expect a low-scoring affair, though, where the favored Bulldogs look like they're favored for a reason. They have some big advantage in in this game, and Michigan will have to recapture some of that magic and spring the big upset to try to play in this national title game. Stay tuned to Penn Live and the Blue White Breakdown as we look at this Penn State Arkansas matchup in the Outback Bowl, as well as some of these other Big Ten matchups and bowl games and the college football playoff. Thanks for tuning in to the Blue White Breakdown, and we'll see you next time. Welcome to Cureleaf, a medical marijuana dispensary. Whether you're a longtime patient or you're just getting acquainted with this incredible plant, Cureleaf of Pennsylvania is honored to guide you along your medical marijuana journey.